0: of you listening, to those of you who are chasing their bliss, and to those who have found it and are living it every day, it's Tuesday, December 26th, 2023, and this is Fortell's Fortune Told. I'm your host, Fortell. This is a show about music and musicians, songwriting and performing, and the stories of real people investing themselves into this art form because it's who they are. Today's thoughts are about our guest Gracelyn, who can be classified as a young and -and up-and-coming artist out of Hollywood, California, yet in my time with her has proven to be much more mature beyond her limited amount of years on earth. in her experiences, but also in her demeanor. Today we feature a song off of her latest album. The song is called Salt. And it's prob- probably wrongfully said to encapsulate this, but is a song about rebirth. It's a beautiful song. And please do listen through to the end of the podcast to to listen to the whole song presented at the end. It's got me and my family really just singing and pondering and thinking about rebirth and songs about rebirth. So I come from a train of thought in which how one handles the unknown in life greatly defines you as a human. There are a lot of thoughts about this subject, which have led to many different belief systems, philosophies, religions, truths, myths, cultures, institutions, and on and on and on. I'm not here to judge anyone's landing spot for some of the biggest unknowns of the human experience, but rather observe and consider them and how these thoughts have manifested and landed into the modern lexicon of songs I've encountered during my humbling 50 years as an American. One of the great thinkers I've encountered, Joseph Campbell said over a period of time, the repeated confrontation with the quote unquote dragon leads to the growing realization that once what was once believed to be impossible, is now possible. After facing the unknown and defeating the dragon, the hero experiences a psychological death and rebirth. The death of an old aspects, aspect of one's self and the birth of a new and more capable self. Some strong words, some really powerful things to consider today's episode. And that's how powerful this artist is today, Gracelyn, and her song, Salt. But consider these other songs in the American lexicon. For instance, starting with Bruce Springsteen's Atlantic City. Everything dies, baby, that's a fact. But maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty, and meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Very strong, meaningful, bomb-dropping words, and then, let's go out, babe. (laughs) Bruce Springsteen. What about Joan Osborne's One of Us? Where she contemplates, what if God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us. Just a stranger on the bus trying to make his way home. Very profound to think of that and anthropomorphize God in that way by Joan. Or consider Iris DeMint's Let the Mystery Be. Some say once you're gone, you're gone forever. And some say you're going to come back. Some say you'll rest in the arms of a savior if in sinful ways you lack. Some say that they're coming back in a garden, a bunch of carrots and little sweet peas. I think I'll just let the mystery be. And then in pondering this podcast, I thought of Dylan Thompson's do not go gentle into that good night. A very famous poem by Dylan Thompson and also was turned into a composition in which I performed part of in an orchestra, actually it was part of the marching band, the Lighthouse Brigade, which we performed in concert competitions and we often won with this piece, but Dylan, says to fight this, and do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Songwriting. Today, I am so excited. I have for you five great tips for songwriting. So these are just some five generalizations that I think would help maybe frame your mindset into writing a wonderful song or maybe taking a song you're working on and bringing it to the next level. So number five, write beyond your main instrument. So if you are a guitar player, think about what a piano would sound like. Think about what a violin might add to that song. Think about what the drums are needing to do at certain points, or what that bass line needs to bring when it needs to bring. Or maybe, you know, maybe you're a bass player And you need to think about what the lead singer is going to be doing. What have you. Think about something beyond your main instrument. The next one is know your strengths and weaknesses as a songwriter. Because after a while, your strengths and weaknesses will start to emerge. Use this as a filter, as a template, or as a screening process for yourself before you would ever consider releasing a song to the public or to some kind of critical institution. Number three, try different strategies. Think of something new. Think out of the box, as they say. If you normally go to a catchy chorus and you lean on that, try making a non lyrical chorus. Try doing only verse and make the chorus only instrumental. See what that does. So make sure you try different ideas, different elements in your song creation process. Number two is try all ideas. Don't ever limit yourself Expand rhythmically, melodically, generically, if that's a word. (laughs) Think about a genre that you're not necessarily associated with and try to write a song in that feeling. Or maybe take a song that's in your normal genre, but make it into that other genre's feeling just enough where it changes it. But do not limit yourself. Try all ideas. And lastly, my last songwriting tip for today is... Lyrics need to be correct for the song. They don't necessarily need to rhyme. And they don't necessarily need to make sense. And they don't need to win some kind of Pulitzer Prize. They need to be correct for the song. So don't limit yourself lyrically by saying, oh, what's going to rhyme with Bronco? (laughs) Sturgill Simpson reference out there. But uh, he found a way around that, actually, if you know the reference I'm making. But lyrics need to be correct for the song. They don't necessarily need to rhyme. And with that, I hope those five ideas will help you in your songwriting process. Graceland is a singer-songwriter musician out of Hollywood, California. She's sang at the Viper Room and the Federal Bar and the Good Night. And Graceland's debut album, Premonition, boasts a unique blend of pop and dance/slash electronic influence and was released this year. This year, let's welcome Graceland. Thank you. So much. And I want to mention we are here at Mountain Cowboy Brewing Company for this recording of this podcast. Graceland. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Absolutely. Hello, everybody, and thank you, Mark, again, for having me. Um, My name is Gracelyn. I am a singer-songwriter, originally from Denver. Um, I moved out to Los Angeles around 2016, a week after I graduated high school, with a little bit of a dream and... Um, Ever since then I've just been trying to pursue recording music and writing music and kind of seeing where that leads me And so it led me to this podcast and I'm really grateful to be here and just talk about music too, you know So thank you.
0: Awesome. Well, we're so happy and it's an honor for us to have you here I just want to let the audience know how we met So your grandfather is actually the house drummer here at Mountain Cowboy for our open mic that We have the second and fourth Thursday of every month And uh, through meeting Ken, I met you. And I had the honor of performing with you here. We did the the classic uh, Baudelaire Bryant, the Bryant family song Love Hurts. I
2: love that song. And we
0: did the Graham Parsons Emmy Lou Harris version, which. I will capture, I mean, I'm so glad we have video of that. We need to do it again. Because so many, forms. we do. Yeah, we didn't do it that. that was so beautiful, <laughs> uh, yes. and your harmonies were so spot on. And all the comments that are on the, the post are all about your harmonies, oh, so. thank you. But it was a pleasure, and and so we met that way, but since then, I've. I've listened to your album. When was your album "Premonition" released? When, when exactly?
1: It was released November um, 11. November 11th, November 11th. Yes. So it's very
0: recent. Yes. And that it's makes very that recent. feels right. Yes. You have a tremendous amount of listeners yes. on Spotify, but yes. and rightfully so. Yes.
2: Thank your music you. is
0: ethereal. It's that it has that EDM style, but it's but it's unique. And your singing st- style is beautiful and unique as well. So I think it leads to a lot of just pleasantness in an audio situation, which is what you're looking for when you get the music. But like what, what inspired you, Gracelyn, to become a musician? Do you have early memories? Or is there something that, is there a trigger point
1: or something? I love that question because it's hard. Um, my family, I grew up, you know, listening to music. My dad was a worship leader um, in the church. Um, he did Colorado Idol, too, when years. So I remember seeing him singing, like, on the news, like, on TV. And I think at that moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to express myself in that way, too. I want to, you know, find, I don't know, the music and start singing. And also, just in my entire family, we've loved music gone to you know concerts at red rocks when i was young so like having those kind of experiences i'm like i want to perform at red rocks i want to do that too i'm like i want to feel that like rush as well so i think like just being around my family they've inspired me so much to just pursue it and like try to i don't know see it through so that's
0: that's amazing So with that, um, do you remember some of those uh, performers at Red Rocks, or do you have any major influences?
1: Oh, yes. I mean, as far as major influences, I think, like, the female vocalists, the powerhouses throughout the years, like Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, I mean, growing up listening to those powerhouse women, like, it just made me really, I don't know, try to find my voice, too. Kelly Clarkson, Pink. I mean, I think like the female, you know, the female artists were really, really inspirational throughout my life. And so, yeah, I'm like, either
2: way, you know?
0: So have you been in other musical ventures besides your solo act? Have you done something before this, or yeah. is this okay?
1: Yeah. So I've done um, a little bit of everything. I have worked with an 80s cover band. I have done like a girls group um, quartet style like singing. Um, I've done a little bit of everything. I've done background vocals for you know multiple friend artists, and also done my own music too. So that's the beauty of music is the collaborations. You can kind of go any which to. way yes, you know yes, and that's the fun part of it too so
0: and that's the 80s band is it not? Yes, yes and I that's the 80s... oh them, yeah that, that 80s saying. band <laughs> no
1: I'll name drop them any day that Crazy. 80s band yes they're so good yes and that was such a fun moment too but yeah so
2: awesome. Awesome.
1: I didn't answer your question though as far as Red Rocks because oh, yes, oh my gosh there were a ton of incredible artists that I've seen there but I think like the number one probably would be One Republic. Do you, oh my gosh, incredible. I've seen them a few times. And at Red Rocks, it was just incredible. And then also on the EDM side, if you've ever gone to any EDM shows at Red Rocks, it is life changing. It will like, hearing it ring in the rocks and stuff too. It's like, oh my gosh, you feel it in your soul. it in your bones so I just love Red Rocks for that too I'm I like I didn't answer that, your question no thank you that, <laughs> so, I can like,
0: see it needed how a is <laughs> yeah. influenced yeah. into your music yes. and that's a good transition because yes. yeah. yeah. next I want to talk about your album yes. Premonition Yes. so goodness um, so the first song let's go right in the first song Sabotage so when I write songs I write songs about personal experiences maybe about other people's personal experiences or about my own imagined experiences for myself or for others. So it really does, it can be about something real, it could be something about someone else's real, or it could just be completely unique. But when I heard this song, it made me ask that question. You know, it introduces your unique singing style, which I think is this blending. You have such a fluid flow to how you sneakily articulate words and how you sneakily are accurate with your notes. You you don't hit that note exactly right and cute. You, you blur into it and it, it creates such a beautiful, unique way of singing. Um, so all of those thoughts into sabotage, what is what does that make you think of when I said all that?
1: Well I love that and thank you so much You're for welcome. yeah, I mean that is so awesome too. I think I don't know, it's so hard with sabotage because Both? there's a lot in there too of like just emotional depth like who am I writing up for and you know what is that emotional like appeal for it too um, but it's just hard. I feel like, I don't know, it's just inspiring to just kind of take whatever you can from anything and kind of, I don't know, learn from that, too. But what, can you rephrase the question? One more sure. Time too? Well, yeah. It, and it's also yeah. just about
0: premonition. Let's just yeah. talk about, like, yeah, right. so personal experiences versus other people's experiences right. versus imagined experiences. Yeah. Premonition and sabotage made me think of it, but... Is Premonition you talking about your life? Is it talking about someone else's life? Is it both the those things? Or is it imagined? What, what it's definitely
1: like a little bit of both, you know? I think like the concept definitely started from... Um, you know, having that personal experience, having that hurt, whether it be hurt or, you know, joy or whatever the emotion is. Um, I think, yeah, that kind of triggered like, okay, let me write about this. Let me really take this experience and see if I can express myself in, you know, the proper way, you know, too, so. Well, the fact that yeah. you've
0: experienced these emotions, yeah. I think is quite evident yeah. in your songwriting. Thank you. It really yeah. does come out that this was very real Thank and you. strong experiences. Thank you. Um, whether I, I didn't know if they were personal or not, yeah. but you can yeah. tell that you yourself yes. had experienced something similar. Yes. Which kind of leads to sobriety, which yeah. is, you know, that is like a tr- a chiming. It starts with these bell cor- kind of sounding chords. Like there's this moment of of something happening, weird. something profound <laughs> happening. Yeah. You've got the low beat that comes in. There's this fluttering harmonies. Yeah. Um, you know, drink your gin and replace what's left of us. Yeah. It's a strong statement that of someone going through struggles of filling voids yeah. with the demon the other that is that. vices, yes, right. yes,
1: Yeah, and that's hard, too, you
2: know?
0: Um, so I, I take it that was one of those songs that per, that is declaring... Those bells, those chimes, right. like this has happened, like, yeah. like this
2: is a serious the, thing. That's
1: how I feel about it, too. It's hard, too, because like, I don't know, with my music and stuff, I was able to process a lot throughout the time. So it took me a little bit of time to write those, you know, too. And so like even the year two coming back to that song or year three, I have to come back in a different angle sometimes. And it's hard, you know, because you're like. You know, maybe I can express this emotion a little bit deeper in a way that might not be similar to what I actually went through, but maybe let me lean into like the emotion more and play a little you're bit with that. You know? Right. Paint the picture a little bit more a little bit too. So. Or darker, right. What right. You're, so yeah, maybe it's not necessarily all accurate to my life, but I definitely, you know, can bend those or you know, do what I can to
0: well, that leads me to a question yeah. before we get to the next song, yeah. but just about how you write your music. Yeah. And I asked you this before the podcast, but yeah. do you write all of your own parts? And and do you, is, is your vision the sole vision behind these
2: songs?
1: Yes, I do write my own parts, especially those background parts. Um, it was a struggle for me at first, to be honest with you. And... Um, I don't know, I've done a lot of background work with other people too, so being on the back end, not totally singing that melody, but doing like harmony and hearing those little parts, Like, through that experience, it kind of helped me find my own little, you know, spots and parts here and there and stuff, too. So, I think, like, having that collaboration is really cool, too. Being, like, the background singer, being the harmony, hearing, you know, not necessarily that first part, but hearing all the other parts, too. It's really fascinating, you know? Like, that part, I love about it. And that's how I can tell
0: that you are definitely someone who's good at harmonizing with others, as well, because you have to hear the beauty in those background parts, as well. yes
1: you have to hear all the intricate parts, but it takes time. And I still am not getting the whole ad-lib part, you know, I still have to learn and try to find, you know, different vowels, different sounds, different, like, you know, it's hard to kind of just try to find those too, that make it unique and make your sound you too, so.
0: Well, it sounds like you went on a very lengthy journey to go through premonition and to do that. And let's dive back into it um, with solitaire. So another S song. All of them are S songs. Yes. So solitaire, yes. and this is suggesting someone else stick to a solo act, yes. a solo game. Right. There's water droplets in the beginning, seem similar to water, not exact water, but I love that. music that gives you this earthy kind of watery feel. Um, and you talk about getting your t- tied your heart to a string and of course the ace of spades versus the queen of broken hearts, yeah. that, that dueling nature of solitaire, but talk about that song and, and your inspiration behind that.
1: Yeah, that song was really fun. Um, and it's I have one line in Sabotage too, where it's like, if you play your cards right... And so I kind of wanted to play on that a little bit too and bring the whole piece like together in a kind of more congruent thing. So Solitaire just seemed like, okay, let's make this more about the game and the dice and the, you know, the cards and make it more like play on those kind of things with it. Um, But it's also just... A more like I'm standing up for myself it's a little bit more like you're not gonna take like you know you're not gonna take me out you're not gonna try and manipulate my life like you know it's a little more of a stance that way too of like okay you know I'm here you know too so it's fun to make those songs that are a little different that are a little more edgy it shows a little more of like my attitude I guess but <laughs> yes. it's fine though It's empowering, fun, you know for sure. it's empowering yeah it's super empowering Awesome.
0: Well, yeah. this leads to the next song, which is the song we feature on the podcast, Salt. Wow. <laughs> I mean, just wow. It is a beautiful piano part. Amazing lead vocals, amazing harmonies, amazing lyrics. It's all about starting over. I think it's something is the hardest part of any death-rebirth situation is that beginning of the new and it's so beautifully written for what it was for what it's worth even if we have to start all over you mix the vocal line and the chorus near the end into this beautiful finish where you say i i don't want to forget spare me i don't think my heart can take it One. Oops, I wrote it down wrong. No, okay. One has looked before. Or no, I
1: think it's one last look. One right? last yeah, look yeah. before
0: That's we it. erase it. You
1: had it? Yeah, that was it. It yeah.
0: says last. And that one last. Out. So <laughs> yeah. I don't want to forget it. Spare me. I don't think my heart can take it. One last look before we erase it.
2: Yes, erase it. Right. Because you're looking
0: back at it, you're recognizing that it is over. Yeah. It, it does have to start anew, and it does have to begin again. Wow. I mean, like I said, just if if this one does not launch you into just a world of success, there's something wrong with our industry. It is so beautiful. I I can see it in any movie, any television show. I listen to it. My kids love it. Talk about Salt.
1: Yes, thank you so much. And that one, for me, is my favorite off of my um, EP. I just think... There was a layer of depth that I wanted to bring um, to all the songs that I had recorded, and actually, "Salt" I was the last song that I wrote, um, so it was a more fresh um, song as far as lyrics and melody. But I actually wrote it for my mom, and it's actually a more of a grief, yeah, grief aspect of it, and it actually just fit perfectly like into the story too. So I was like, let's just put it in there, let's add that layer too, but. Um, yeah, it's more just finally like understanding grief and that aspect of it too, and just being like, okay, there's nothing I can do now, you know. So it's like kind of just writing that more about.
0: So it's a it's yes, an overtaking of grief overtaking you, yes. and you giving
1: into.
2: Great. Right. Yeah. That is so, fascinating. Yeah, it's. And it's I
0: know the story of your mom, so I I, I know, think I it's. It's beautiful and wonderful that that song is about her. Thank you. That, like I yeah. said, is tremendous. Yeah,
1: thank tremendous. you so much. Everyone,
0: please check out that song. If nothing else, please <laughs> thank live, listen to the
2: song. Thank you, off you so of much. the premonition. Thank you. But
0: Signal's also ethereal. The pop beat could live literally in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. Yes, it literally you. could live in any one of those decades. The harmonies... Um, do you have a male accompanying you in there? Is it just you going really low at a
1: certain I think point? It might be me going low. Okay, yeah, okay. at some point, or maybe his effects arranger. or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it an, might be an, an, an effects. Yeah, an you know, thing. like okay. an octave. Yeah, because I heard that yeah, lower tone yeah, um, in there too. Yeah, I think it might be. I think I know exactly what part too. And then the, the
0: finding peace in life—easier said than done. Yeah, I like yes, I like that, that statement as well in yeah. Signals. But yeah. talk about Signals.
1: Yeah, Signals was so fun too. It's hard, too, because for that one, I definitely wanted, like, you know, a final piece for that like ending of the story so i kind of took everybody through my heartbreak and you know the grief part of it but now i kind of needed to make a stand make one final statement of like here i am you know i am gonna get through all these you know trials and tribulations and get through life so it was more just like that final piece that final like say to kind of complete the story so well
0: it's a brilliant album check it out it just was released in November yes, here. Yeah. It's called so Premonition James <laughs> Graceland. Gracelyn, you also have some signals out there, um, Leo Rising and Exothermic. Do you want to talk about those signals? Yeah,
1: I mean, I love those too. Um, they're definitely a totally different genre of music. I noticed, yes. Um, so one is R and B, and then another one is more EDM. Um, so I definitely want to play with all of the different genres. You will be hearing jazz from me and multiple different genres. I don't want to be um, confined or like you know limited to one pop sound. Under one. So I love Leo Rising and those other ones for the fact that they are kind of different. They are kind of a different genre. Kind of you never know what kind of sound you're gonna get from me. So I'm like, I kind of like awesome. that. It's a little bit of a surprise, you know. That's awesome. You gotta like, keep the yeah.
0: audience guessing. Right. And as yeah. you evolve, I'm sure you want to do yes. different things too. So yes. that's yes. awesome to see this captured in your work. Yes. Uh, so just the last few couple questions for you. Do you have any upcoming gigs you'd like to promote? Yes,
1: I actually have the winter walkabout music showcase um in Longmont and I believe that's gonna be February third um, and my time is eight PM at the what is the the
0: Firehouse Arts Center.
1: Thank you. the Firehouse Arts Center. So I'm so excited downtown, for that Longmont, gig. And you've performed there. I've played yeah. at
0: the Firehouse nice. Arts Center, one of the Firehouse songwriters. Nice. Actually there's a group of us that get together and
1: Which is Angel runs that and that's so awesome. I know a
0: few others, uh, Jonathan through that group. Right. Uh But the Winter Rockabout is a really unique time in Longmont, Colorado where you can buy a ticket and then travel from venue to venue and that ticket gets you in throughout the whole weekend to various different awesome. artists. It's very, I have not been accepted to be a part of that yet, so it's very much an honor for Graceland to yes. be accepted for that. And it'll be great to hear her on February 3rd there at the Firehouse Arts Center.
1: Yes, I'm excited. So I'm really yeah, hoping that'll be just fun. And I didn't know you bought the ticket and you could go to the entire yes. thing. So that's kind, kind of, of the, good you know, for me to know like that. Festival, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, like, I love that. Thank you. You're
0: welcome, yeah, yes. Thank you well, for thanks here. for staying. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, this is one of those things where we're real people doing this. Yeah. We're we're people who struggle with all the struggles of life. Yeah. And yet we have went down this journey that to do this music because it's who we are and it's something that we we need to do as part of being a human really. So what as my last question, what advice do you have for someone who is maybe just starting out doing this for the first time or maybe is just getting on the way and you know, they're wondering about the journey they've taken or they're about, they're undertaking or they're about to go on.
2: Right.
0: Any advice for anybody out there doing this?
1: Yeah, I would say no judgment. Um, just understand that there's no strategy or right way to do this. Yes, maybe there's, you know, some, you know, advice or some, you know, stuff you can look into. But just start it. Just do it. Just don't judge yourself and just kind of play with, you know, kind of i don't know taking the judgment out of it i that's what i would say is just don't judge yourself let yourself you know explore those expressive moments and don't hate yourself for it let yourself live and enjoy it you know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like yeah thank, thank you, you. Thank, thank you so having, much having yes, I loved it.
0: that brings us to the end of this episode of four tales fortune told to i want to thank you so very much as I certainly appreciate y'all listening today, and feel free to interact more at foretellmusic.com. But for now, I'll send you into the sunset with Graceland's song, Salt. And I hope your journey is as expected.